0: Educating by sharing our From the Trenches preservation knowledge and our guests' expertise. Balancing modern needs while maintaining the historical significance, character, and beauty of your period home.
1: Today on the Practical Preservation Podcast, we have um, Kevin Ritter uh, from Timeless Kitchen Cabinetry. Thanks for joining me today, Kevin.
2: Oh, sure. No problem, Danielle.
1: Okay. So tell me a little bit about your background.
2: Well, I uh I my dad my my dad was a uh, furniture maker in the um in the 90s. Um he specialized in antique reproduction furniture um and uh the I guess the main construction of that was using um old lumber uh, a little bit long, longer before the um the reclaimed lumber craze began.
1: That was a thing. Um, yeah. <laughs>
2: We were we didn't call it reclaimed, we just called it antique lumber at the time, so um but it was the easiest way to get um the look and feel of the furniture that he was um he was building um so I kind of grew up in that and learned basic woodworking skills um the um uh, when I was fifteen, I guess was the next kind of the next stage that sort of moved us forward, uh, closer to what we're doing now. Uh, I was 15. My parents bought a 1790 stone farmhouse, um, in upper Euclid township in Pennsylvania. Um, and we, we restored the house mostly ourselves, um, learned a lot about old homes and that's kind of when my, my, um, interest in old homes began. Um, and at about the same time the furniture business was taking off and, um, started doing shows um in different parts of the country and and that really just um it just really took off after that so um I went away to college and worked in a series of unfulfilling jobs for a couple of years after college and um I went back to work for for Bryce in uh in the year 2000 Um, We did a lot of shows up into New England, down to Virginia, out to Illinois, Um, kind of covered that region for a number of years, Um, mostly building um, dining tables, beds, uh, all all shapes and sizes of um, reproduction cabinets. Um, But we did get a few inquiries um, into doing kitchen cabinets based on our furniture And I, um, ironically, I fought it tooth and nail for a while. Um, (laughs) I just thought, I thought we were not really set up to do kitchen cabinets. Um, And, um, but we did a few, we, we we did a few that worked really well. Um, And so there was more interest after that. And um, so about 2005, I set up um, my own shop um, to specialize in kitchen cabinets. And um, that's kind of where it took off from.
1: Okay, very interesting. So the um I guess the, the the furniture and the living in an older home, then that really like kind of set you up to 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 be drawn into the traditional cabinetry. Is that kind of your why? Your yeah, why it really you chose it was. That or? yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and you really um I guess as a kid growing up around you know, our whole house is full of primitive painted antiques. Um I really just developed this appreciation for the finishes, especially in the woods. Um uh we you know, using the old uh you know we've used old granary boards from from granaries and the barns, um and just the some of the textures and the um the appearance of some of those patinas are just uh just, just amazing. And so we you know, it's hard to recreate that for, for modern kitchen cabinets, but that was kind of our inspiration. Um we don't get all the way there. Um, but, um, that's definitely our inspiration and, um, you know, traditional cabinets just seem like a, you know, the way to go for, um, kitchens for old homes. Um, I think a lot of times there, there are some bad choices made, you know, when it comes to, um, renovating an old, old home. Um, so yeah, I think traditional cabinetry is, is most appropriate for those types of situations.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, so tell, uh, Tell me about um, Timeless Kitchen Cabinetry.
2: Well, we basically operate, we have operated as a one-man operation um, off and on for, I guess, 16 years now. Um, I've taken on a part-time um, employee periodically, but because of that, we, because of being a small shop, we really only do about um, 10 to 12 projects a year um we spend a lot of time on each job um a lot of time on the finishes specifically um especially we we don't do 100 percent of our work in old homes but that is our target um but when we do have those jobs we definitely um we spend a lot of time on the finish because everything is done by hand um there's a lot of different steps um to get to where we want the cabinets to be um we basically build um Now, I I guess I would, as I said, we don't do 100% um, historic homes, but um, I would say 75% is old homes. And then other people that we work with are just people that appreciate period design or want to create the look and feel of an old home in in their house. Um, I think early American, you know, this early American style is kind of our bread and butter. But um, in in recent years we've done um, a kitchen, my client said, I just want this to look like a kitchen from the Italian countryside. So we did something <laughs> a little more in keeping with that yeah. idea, and we've done some French country as well. But um, definitely, our bread and butter has been uh, uh, early American uh, style.
1: The um, and I, that I, that was one thing I was going to ask you was like the different style, uh, the different. Um, uh, not styles, uh, or I guess that is the right word. Like the different periods. Like, do you reflect like, the period of the home, or do you kind of just stay more like simple, simple and, and traditional?
2: No, we try to do. I mean, I think it's pretty. Um, it's very easy to take, you know, the, the cabinetry in a certain direction by, you know, we, we've got. I was just thinking you know in, in thinking about speaking with you I was trying to think of the earliest homes we've done um and that's definitely like mid to late 1700s in the northeast right. um we've got a client right now that has a has a, a place on Alfreds Alley in Philadelphia and that's gonna be an upcoming project, so that'll be a great project to work on in feature <laughs> yeah um
1: that, that, but then that's those, those projects are fun, but parking's miserable
2: <laughs> yeah, no kidding no kidding um, yeah it was, so we and and as a res- we actually moved um uh to we relocated from from Pennsylvania to Tennessee um about seven years ago, and as part of that move. We, you know, the, there's so many old homes up in Pennsylvania and up in New England, um, but down in Nashville, we've got a lot of communities uh, right in the city that are 1930s bungalows. They're amazing right. homes. They're just, but they're just a totally different, um, you know, period. Obviously, but you know, if you're if you're changing door styles, the detail in the door style, you're changing hardware, um, you're changing the furniture foot detail that's on the the furniture style cabinetry that we build different moldings, different paint colors. Um it's really not difficult to take um the same same a cabinet that's constructed the same way but just with different uh different details on right. it, um to yeah. take it to a place where it's a little more appropriate for a different style or different period home.
1: Yeah. And and you mentioned moving to to Tennessee, but you're still do travel then, I guess back to the east coast to to for, to, for projects, and that's probably easier or easy for you since you can build in the shop and then bring them. Is that... I think yeah. Not limited our, geographically. We're
2: not limited at all. But our model is actually, um, even in Pennsylvania, we were basically design, build, and then ship or deliver. We don't actually do installation work. Um, okay. We partner with the contractor on the project to to coordinate in, installation. Um, so that's kind of... That's, you know, after we relocated, it made it... Um, we were already sort of modeled that way. So we've got – last year we had projects in a mountain home in Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, we've got an upcoming project in Wisconsin that's a chestnut um, kitchen. And then oh. uh, some historic properties in um, in Pennsylvania. We just shipped one up to your area, and to Lancaster. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we ship all over the country. Um, we've got a great shipper, and uh, everything gets you know, we, we built we design it first on our software, and we work that design back and forth by email. Um, and then, um, you know, then we 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 do samples so that the client sees, you know, the door style they chose with the paint finish that they chose. And and uh, we don't actually a lot of jobs we don't actually get on site, um, but we do have right. to rely on a, on a contractor to to help us get good field dimensions. Yeah.
1: As you as you were describing that, that was what I was seeing. as a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh well, my goodness, we've we've yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, definitely that's one of the drawbacks of of course of what, working with a cabinet maker that's at some distance, but um, right. luckily we we try to build these in a way that's going to take into consideration, you know, that things may change in the field a little bit. So we've got um, right, you yeah. know, you know, we build them so that they can be modified. Extra scribe on, yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah
1: so well that's that's interesting I, I that that um, that's the the business model is interesting to me because I think that that's I think that's great that you can kind of just stay in your home base and and still you know service service clients around the country um, yeah.
0: is
1: there any yeah is there anything else that you um, that you wanted to tell me about about the company before we before we start talking about you know kitchens in general
2: no, I think that about covers it, I mean, we try to okay. keep it pretty okay. simple, yeah.
1: Okay, yep. Okay, so um, what are the common mistakes that people make when they're upgrading or replacing cabinetry in an older home? Um,
2: I think one of the main issues would be that, like we, we've already touched on a little bit, um, just the style of a cabinetry. Um, you know, the um, uh, modern frameless cabinetry um, is definitely not going to be appropriate um, for right. most – historic homes um, and I think that you know one of the other uh, the challenges I guess of res- restoration is is budget and so right. you know, a lot of times I, we, we just saw as a good example we saw a beautiful historic home um, that we will do a kitchen for later this year um, it's up in Douglasville Pennsylvania and the house was just uh, just perfectly um, restored and almost every room in mm-hmm. the house And then they had this uh, 1980s modern kitchen, and it just was, you know, it was crazy to see all these photos of this wonderful home, and then this kitchen just didn't fit at all. Um, And I think a lot of times it, it, um, you know, kitchen cabinetry can be pretty expensive, especially custom cabinetry, and that's often what um, is going to be required for a restoration project. Um, Right. So, you know, that's... A lot of times, you know, the frameless cabinetry is going to be a little less expensive, um, but I think that's just something that happens with budget budget restraints. Um, One thing I think, um, oh, we touched on a little bit too with installation um, order of installation. I think can be a mistake, um, and that's kind of on the maybe inside baseball a little bit, but. We've had a lot of jobs where, uh, you know, in my opinion, not not everybody's going to agree with me on this, but I think the floor should be installed first and and most of the time, you know, fully finished, ready to go, and then covered. Um, I think walls should be painted, um, you know, almost complete, if not complete, um, before the cabinets even come in, especially if you're doing like a furniture-style look, um, which is pretty appropriate for these these old homes. Um, That's just one of my pet peeves. Um, I think another one would be choice, choice of material, not necessarily, you know, on the, on the cabinets are going to be wooden, obviously, but, um, the rest of the kitchen, um, you know, what, what are we looking at for flooring, for the backsplash, for the countertop, for the plumbing fixtures? Um, I think a lot of times these kitchens don't really come together. It's not just the kitchen cabinets it's it's all the other things as well that kind of make these right. kitchens kind of come together um the details yeah 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 we had we had one kitchen um we you know spent a lot of time on it and every, we were you know everything was going great and then and I wasn't really involved in the i i you know clients can choose whatever countertop they want i'm you know I don't really get involved in that <laughs> right. unless, unless I'm asked to, and then I'll definitely give an opinion. But it was a um it was a gray countertop it just didn't look like you know i, I think it should, it should look like natural stone in these historic homes right. um and it just it looked very um institutional it didn't have a feel of stone at all and it just kind of it, it almost ruined the kitchen um and so i think I think making wise choices um when when choosing the the rest of the materials in the space um can be right. can be fundamental to um to achieving these looks in the kitchen that we're sh- we're shooting for.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you because I think that sometimes people have a vision of like what like I, I I I am I am partial to I am partial to like more simple to like soapstones, like. The busier like stones don't really do anything for me. <laughs> like, yeah. but yeah. So I I agree with you that like and, and and I think that they they look fine in a more modern in a more modern house, but you would have never had that in a in a um in a in an older building.
2: Um, so yeah. I totally agree. I'm i I'm, yeah. I'm a big uh, fan of soapstone. Um. Specifically, um. We we worked with Bucks County Soapstone. When we were in Pennsylvania, and they're um, great. Yeah. Yeah, and I just you know is is the in these kitchens you, you know that that kind of material just looks better over time, it d- develops its own patina and it's just a great it, you know it's a little little bit of upkeep but um, it's worth it uh, I think it's worth it yeah. in the end yeah yeah
1: I, yeah and I think I think most traditional materials require maintenance but. Anything that doesn't require maintenance is meant to be thrown away. So, right. <laughs> so I also have issues yeah, with true. that. <laughs> um, so yeah, do, do you have any? Yeah, do you have any tips for uh, for people to avoid avoid some of these mistakes? I guess talking to people that that would understand, you know, the the design process and and um, maybe uh, I don't know what. Uh, do you have any any tips for people?
2: Um, I, I think you uh, know t- if, if the if the homeowner isn't really familiar with, you know, the options, I think it's great to talk to a, you know, a designer or, or someone that works with the contractor to, um, to help, you know, find out what options are and to make some of those choices. Um, I think, you know, a lot of it just in, as you mentioned, the natural materials or something that looks as natural as possible, um, is, is definitely the way to go. Um, you know, if you're, you know, you can spend a lot of time, uh, depending on the period of your home, you can obviously just um, you, you know visiting historic properties is a good way to go to see what what was in those um in those homes and then either finding something that looks like you know the flooring or the countertop material or whatever were you know whatever option you're choosing um finding something that looks like it or using the authentic product um, you know going with a you know a wood floor that you know i have heard a lot of people say well you can never use a a wooden wood floor in the kitchen but um we do that all the time um and just right. uh you know using something that you know you can still get your hands on original antique flooring these days
1: oh, yeah. um
2: and, and that just goes a long way if you it, it costs a little more but um it really it really can make the space if um if you can oh, choose definitely. that an option. And, and
1: in a in a kitchen area i mean maybe you need to pick like a a more durable finish than you know, like a sure. traditional wax or something. But other than that, you there's no reason that you couldn't couldn't use right. couldn't use right. um um flooring or uh, wooden flooring um, I was just thinking we had um, we don't do a lot of cabinetry but we do some and um, one and we had a we had an employee I, that when I was thinking about common mistakes like I think that finding a, a contractor that that understands what you're trying to do and is sensitive is because we had an employee once to come to us and he was he thought he was going to teach us something and he's like have you guys ever heard of euro hinges I'm like yes but we're not using them so right. I, I just I <laughs> just think sometimes like <laughs> You just have to make sure that everybody's on the same page with, yeah, with what um, with 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 what the goals are. Um, yeah. So what uh, what challenges or trends um, do you see in in preservation?
2: Um, I guess I guess in general, when we approach uh, projects, um, it's kind of the age-old uh, balancing out uh, form and function. Um, I think um, you know we we're trying to create kitchens or a kitchen cabinet layout and appearance that is going to be appropriate to the home. But at the same time, you know, we're not using kitchens the same way um, in 2021 as they did in, you know, 1820 or like or, right. or a period. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think, you know, we, we've all, you know, with the, the um, appliances that are panel ready that can accept um, face panels to disguise them, um you know that's one way that there's a lot of different ways to um to kind of create that form that we're going for um we try to do um we try to design in uh furniture pieces to serve as as storage in these kitchens um instead of having you know wall to wall upper cabinets um across the entire wall we will try to create some more right. white space and you now stop the cabinets short and then maybe there's, there's a furniture piece at the end that you know mm, yeah. is sort of a nod toward a, you know an old pantry cabinet or a jelly cupboard or some some type of old piece that would would have been in a in an old kitchen right um, yeah so that's I think that's definitely one of them um, we touched on a little bit earlier of course budget is is a um, is always a factor and you know unfortunately like we mentioned a lot of the uh, the, the, the good example the euro hinges are very inexpensive but then you know if you want to use a face applied hinge that is you know again a nod toward a, a different period of time um whether it's cast uh, like a brass hinge or cast iron or wrought iron or right. whatever a lot of those are handmade the the wrought iron stuff is, is handmade and oh, yeah. um, it's going to be a little They're more expensive, expensive so
1: yeah
2: budget is definitely a, a challenge with with these projects um and I, I would say, you know, as far as trends go, um, I don't know. I just, there's so many, um, it seems like there's a lot of options for finishes these days. Um, and, um, you know, with the, the quartz uh, countertops now, um, a lot of those are, you know, a lot of those really look like, you know, they're, they're, it's an engineered stone, but a lot of them look like natural stone. It just comes right out of the right. ground. It's um, yeah. done a, a lot of amazing things with um, with with that material. Um, but I, I yeah. can. That's a. It's a great option for for some of these kitchen spaces.
1: Yeah, and it, and that's a, that's also sometimes can be a way to to you know save save on one thing. You know, kind of a balancing. You know, when you're when you're dealing with budget too.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, is there anything that you thought of when we were talking that you want to share that maybe we I didn't get the chance to ask you?
2: Um, one thing, I guess i um sort of an approach that I take um which I think would be helpful for a lot of projects um I think sometimes clients get especially in um maybe with historic properties um sometimes we get caught up in like following the rules um on the on making decisions and and designing the space and choosing options and they can be. It can be an overwhelming process for some homeowners that aren't uh, that haven't done this before or are new to it, and um, I think sometimes it's um, we get hended into well, what do what we? What's the expectation here? Or what's what's done in all cases in, in this situation? Right. What do we choose for this? And you know, I, the kitchen is such a. Um, I mean, it, it's such a. Um, It's kind of I don't know it's it's a space in the in the house that is completely different from everything else you you know especially the way we use them today Um, you're cooking your meals there you're socializing with your your family you're you're spending a lot of time there I guess is the point and um, and it's got it's a utility area as well like there's a function there that a lot of functions that have to happen there every day Um, you want to be functional you want to be cleanable Um, and I just think um, because you're going to be spending a lot of time in the space I think you should choose Uh, you know, pieces that you and finishes that you enjoy that you're going to not get tired of um, that are beautiful that make you want to be in that space Um, and so I I try to um, a lot of my clients will ask for advice and Uh, maybe need to be steered a little bit um because but educated i guess i should say um but at at the end i always try to get them to say well what do you how is this going to look for you how are you going to appreciate this for the the next 20 years or um you know really focus on what you love and what you like to see what you like to be around because you're going to be spending a lot of time in that kitchen
1: I, I really agree with that because I, I often will ask people, "How do you use the space? Like, how do you like? Because if it's if it's if it's not going to work for you, you're not going to be happy, and, and you need to if you're if you're investing investing the money into it, you need to have something that's going to work. I, I totally I totally agree with that, and and it's not not something that can't be undone. So it's not something that's going to damage the the building. Um yeah, which right. Is kind of right. like what what I use to kind of is my gauge of like is this is this okay to do within preservation. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, um did you have um any offers for our listeners? I didn't... I really don't.
2: I um okay. we um we do I, I would, if anybody has you know projects they want to discuss, I I'd, I'd love to hear about um historic properties and um i'm i'm happy to give advice um whether we would do the kitchen cabinets or not um we've got a pretty active um uh, account on on house.com i'm not sure how many folks use that but okay. it's com. and we're just um timeless kitchen cabinetry on there um and then that's a good platform for looking at past projects and then asking questions you know finding sources um and that type of thing okay, um very good yeah yeah
1: okay and and um how can our listeners contact you
2: um i am our website is tk cabinetry as in timeless kitchen tk Um and you can um folks can email us directly through or the contact page on the on the website okay. um i'm on instagram i don't do as much i'm not as active as i should be Um often we have pieces go right out the door and we don't get photos of them and then there's nothing to post on instagram but i'm (laughs) (laughs) timeless underscore kitchen underscore cabinetry um and uh you know that's another way to get in touch to discuss a project you can send me a message through instagram um and yeah that's the best way to get in touch with us
1: okay well very good well thank you thank you for your time i um i appreciate it um and